0: Welcome to hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, I am going to talk a little bit about why being you and being authentically you. Is so important to loving yourself, but not only loving yourself, it's really important to the aspect of thriving in this life instead of surviving. All right, before we get into our episode, um, let's go ahead and thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Love Workers LLC. That's the company that I run. Um, And at Love Workers LLC, um, we expand love. And health, um, so we do that through many different um, avenues. But one of the main ones is we teach classes online. So um, if that's something you're interested, I have love yourself courses, I have heart chakra courses, I have twin flame ascension courses. Um, I also have self love coaching and twin flame ascension coaching. So if those are things you're interested, go ahead and check out the website. The link is going to link you. Um, to my website where you can check out everything I have. I also do free meditations bi-weekly online. So you can do meditations with me that are recorded at your leisure and completely free to you and to the public. So um, check us out. All right, back to the episode. So let's talk about the concept of you truly being you. And It's so funny because it sounds so simple, right? Like the concept of just be you, right? And it sounds kind of cliche a little bit, right? But really, truly, when you stop to think about the amount of people on this planet that are not being authentically them and the people that are actually being them, the difference between that, right? And the health difference between them and the people that are actually really taking being them seriously are the people that are doing the work to love themselves, right? It's a huge aspect of loving ourselves. And I'll tell you, explain to you in depth why, and I'll explain how this, you know, one thing that you can really just wrap your mind around of being who you truly are, right? In all directions, in all facets of every hat that you wear, right? When you're really you and you really listen to yourself and you allow yourself to flow as you, who you came here to be, what you desire to be, what you expand or desire to expand into, right? All those things, when you are really true and authentic to that, you are not just playing at a level where you're trying to survive anymore this life right you're not just trying to survive in this lifetime you're actually playing at a level and it's like the next level of like really truly loving yourself the people that are actually doing this are thriving right they're thriving in a way that they meant to before they came down into the, these earthly bodies right because I'll tell you for darn sure that I know for a fact that we weren't just sitting around in heaven And being like, oh yeah, let's go to earth and regurgitate more of what everybody else has already done, um, what already isn't working, right? Let's do more of that, right? No, the the key to the recipe and what excited us as souls the most was that when we decided, okay, I'm going to come down there for whatever your personal mission is, right? Your soul knew and like the whole energy that brought you to this planet knew that you'd be the perfect one because you would be you. You would stop playing small, right? And you would actually take the reins of your life and be like, this is me. I don't care who's getting on the train with me, but this is who I am This is how I'm going to live my life. This is how I'm going to live vibrantly and thrive, right? That's the difference between thriving and just trying to stay alive, right? In this rat race that we've created, right? So, So take that seriously. And how can we take being truly ourselves and being authentically us, right? How can we take that to the next level? And I think that that is, because it's such a broad and like common statement, be you, right? So when you think about it, you might actually just have the natural response, like, well, I am me, right? Just kind of like a lot of people when they're not really getting serious about their health or about really loving themselves and you say, okay, this is a way you could love yourself people having that automatic reaction. When I was unhealthy, I used to just automatically respond to myself, but I do love myself, right? But that's the thing is if you really do love yourself, then do you have healthy relationships in your life? Do you have healthy boundaries? Do you have healthy habits? Do you have all these things, right? And so the same thing can be turned towards being you, right? Once you start to get to that next level of like, okay, I got this loving myself thing down. I've got these boundaries held down. I've got, um, you know, I don't allow negativity in my life or people to disturb my peace anymore. Now, what is really the next level? It's not that defense of like, how do I stay alive in in this world? It's how do I thrive in this life? And really the key to that is being you, being authentically you, being the you that you came here to be, right? And The proof in that, right, to really be who you really came here to be is to follow that inner knowing of what lights you up, right, of what you thrive on, right, what is like exciting and, you know, good for you, right, Um, and then also to just to really be in you know, the acceptance of all of who you are, right? And that's easier said than done, right? And we've done other episodes on, you know, self-acceptance, right? And it really comes down to facing all aspects of who you are. And they can be big aspects of you, and they can be small, tiny little strings that are, you know, Not really that significant, right? But every single aspect of you makes up who you are, okay? Because every experience you go through, every person that you meet, every thing that you think, you know, like every single thing is like a, a string weaving a fabric together to make the perfect strength and fabric of you, right? Because without even just one of those strings, you wouldn't be, which string, we can call it AKA an experience, right? Um, you wouldn't be who you are. Okay. And there's a lot of us who in mainstream majority of people, right? How we're living is that we're just trying to to survive, okay? We're trying to survive socially. We're trying to survive mentally. We're trying to survive emotionally. We're trying to su- survive financially. We're trying to survive in, in love. We're trying to survive all these things, okay? As parents, right? As friends, as, you know, whatever hat we're wearing, okay? We're just trying to survive it and make sure that we don't step too far out of the lines, right? The imaginary lines that are created in this life that says, this is, this is, if you go outside of this, right, then you don't fit, right? That you're not a park. And then society does that at a big level. They have these really strict boxes of like, this is what's sexy. This is what's, um, happy this is what's acceptable in society right so for example I'm going to give you something little but um I've been learning a lot about physical health lately and like what I put in my body and how i and movement of my body right and just how our cultures across the um, like not only just in America but across the world right in the entire planet we have become a sedentary sed- um like all the cultures we're very sedentary like we're we don't move as much as we should right there's some cultures that move more than others but predominantly we're wanting to sit down we have couches we have chairs we have all these things right like I go to my son's soccer game and I look around and like it's this beautiful outdoor space and there's just this line of like chairs, these like outdoor chairs that the parents just plop themselves into. And now I'm not judging at all because I have one of those chairs, right? But what it made me think of when I was learning about all this health is that movement is one of the biggest killers of our physical body and our health, right? And so like when we have lack of motion for any parts of our body, that's where we start to like life does not perpetuate right life perpetuates with the movement movement is how things keep going right how it keeps us alive essentially and we notice when we put like elderly in like elderly care homes and they're just sitting and they have no social interaction they die what happens they all die right like that is we have figured that out and so same with the human body is like even young or old, it doesn't matter, right? Movement is the key to health, right? We figured this out. That is a a very important thing. But then I'm watching as we go from our jobs where we all sit at desks, you know, for most people, right? Um, You're sitting most of the day. And then you go to, on the weekend, you go to your kid's soccer game and everybody just pulls up a chair and sits down. Well, I made a ritual to myself that I'm not gonna bring my chair, my my, uh, lawn chair like everybody else, and prop it up on the side of the lines, I am going to, while I'm watching my son play soccer, I'm going to either do laps around the soccer field and, or I'm going to like, like kind of pace like the sideline, right. And keep myself and my younger son moving. And now the thing about that is, is that because I have this unique belief, right. That is probably different than most people about the movement. But as we have found that it is true within science, right? I think it's outside of that social norm, right? And that's what I'm getting at. It was kind of a long-winded story to get you to the point where that in societies and in cultures, we have like these social norms that are acceptable. So one of the things that to fit in At a soccer game, as a parent, is you put your chair down and you sit and you cheer from in your chairs, right? (laughs) That's what you do. Now, I'm the odd one out, stepping outside of that box and saying, that's not healthy for my body. I sit, you know, as much as I need to in other parts of my day where, like when I'm making... Podcast like this, I'm not standing up, I'm not moving my body, I'm sitting down in a sedentary position, right? Um, so there's a lot of times where I can't be up and moving. And that is a time where I can be up and moving. And so I'm going to do it, even though it's outside the social norm. Now, that story itself, right, just highlights to you something that, right, is very small, and might seem really insignificant, but to the social norm, I'm really stepping outside of that. So I might, you know, be in that moment of like, kind of worry, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. There was moments where I thought to myself, what are other parents going to think staring at me doing like, cause I sometimes even do like, I mean, I don't do like crazy workout moves, but I'll like move my, like, you know, my legs and I'm, you know, I make sure that I'm moving, that I'm not even just, just standing. Right. And what that must like socially, that is just weird, right? Like it's just not what everyone's doing because we have found that in societies, humans in general, and this goes for a lot of other animals, it's not just humans. We follow what everyone else does. So if let's say the crosswalk light hadn't gone off, right? To say that we could walk across the street, but one person decides that they're going to break the rules and they're going to go, right? Um, and then another person follows them. Then if the more people that do it, right, the more people follow along. And so people feel comfortable doing it. It's like you give yourself grace to do it. And then other people feel comfortable because they feel like they can give themselves grace to, you know, walk across the street without the crosswalk saying they can, right? It's we are as humans, we really um do. As others do. But in this moment, I really want to challenge you to step outside of that, right? Because if we all did what everyone else expected us to, or if we all did, we would all just stay the same. And this really comes from our survival mechanism that's built within every single human and built within other animals within our planet, right? Is to survive, right? This the survival of the fetus is that we want to stay alive. And when you're born, right, and you're born into a family, um, to survive that family um, emotionally, right, and to survive them physically, even, but more so emotionally, we start to recognize, right, the things that that don't work like so the parts that are us and innately and naturally that we want to be or that we try to be when we're children or you know even small babies sometimes and then our surroundings give us the signals like like let's say we have a way of comforting ourselves that our parents don't like as a baby or a child right that it just doesn't fit them like it's a tantrum that 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 doesn't suit them. Right. And they will give us that message by their behavior and by their energy enough times that it sticks within us. And it says that behavior, that way of you being is not going to let you survive this. It's not going to let you survive it, maybe emotionally or even physically, like maybe they'll just stop taking care of you because they're tired of you throwing fits. Right. Um, And so you get enough of that response. And then even like you can grow into an adulthood and have that kind of stuff happen, right? Where you go out into the world and maybe in your family, you were really accepted for being a sensitive, deep, emotional, you know, emotional creature, right? And then you go and you get into your most intimate relationship and you are emotionally abused for holding them accountable for things that are, you know, are hurtful, right, and 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 you and expressing that you have big feelings about it, right, um, and so what I'm trying to paint the picture is of how we kind of get to this place of holding back who we are, right, and so it doesn't happen overnight, um, it doesn't happen in one scenario, it doesn't happen just with your parents or just with your siblings or just when you're a child. It can happen from your child all the way through life, right. But what we find is that this survival of the fittest ends up kind of dampening our will to really truly be who we are, okay? And to be ourselves in every moment because we think back to all the moments when we maybe really stepped outside of those boxes and said, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to, how I want to act in the world. This is how I want to look in the world. This is how I want to thrive. And someone or something or enough people, maybe a hundred people, right, told you that you wouldn't be acceptable and that you wouldn't be able to fit in for whatever reason with that part. And so, So if you have that happen, we've all had that happen to us, not there's not one person on the planet that's never had that happen to them. Okay, that's happened to every single person on this planet. And with that, we have to recognize that that conditions us to subconsciously, we don't even do it consciously anymore, is subconsciously, we're not being the full versions of us. And so when I say be you to you, and you're like, I am me, right? I want you to think past that. And I want you to think of what areas of, of your life that light you up or make you feel good or that you feel like maybe you that someone or something or a group of someone's have shut down about you that is a part of you, right? Um, and and to really just set that platform for you to really recognize just how important you being you really truly is, we need to really take a look at the people who are unapologetically them, right? And we can see they, them giving us the grace to be unapologetically us, right? Um, one of my favorites right now to watch on this earth, one of my favorite humans to watch doing this, she's such a good example of it, is Doja cat. And the reason why I love watching her so I'm I'm I follow her on Instagram. I call her she's my friend on Instagram. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram just like, you know, the other 200,000 or 500,000 people that follow her um, on Instagram as well. There's I probably way off on that number, but you get what I'm saying. Um so I follow her and I watch her. And if you've ever been on one of her lives, she is Not only like hilarious, she's playful, right? Um, But she steps outside of the social norm in a big way. And she doesn't do it just now on those lives or even on her Instagram posts. I'm watching her really push the envelope in the stardom arena. Because even in that arena, like people are different and they are themselves more so on a real, real mainstream level that we, you know, people do you know, in regular living, right? Because a lot of people in regular living are not thriving, they're surviving, right? And so um, but in start like in that stardom platform form where they live in kind of a different realm if you would like to call it right or like arena they they live with different rules essentially than than the common folk right and with that because they have to play by a different set of rules right that is why they are where they're at because they're different right Um, but even so there are a set of Rules for them, right? That they follow, and now I'm watching Doja Cat, and she is stepping outside of those rules at a large level and rocking it. She's unapologetic about it, she is just who she is. She doesn't give a flying F if people care or not, right? And you know what's cool about it? What I love is people are soaking it up and they're eating it up because you know what it is what I feel like I feel like people are looking at her when she's being kind of like outside of the social like like this is how you behave in social right like social settings this is this is how you act when she goes outside of that people like their weirdness is like shines to like oh <gasps> someone is weird like me, right? She's just the only one doing it like publicly at a large, massive level, right? There's a lot of things that we don't show socially, right? And maybe there's like there's a good, healthy balance to that. I'm not going to lie. Like I, we don't want all the weirdness of every single person in the world to just like fly into to our faces. Cause it might really freak us out <laughs> because, so I think that there is a health to that balance. But I also think what I also think is that there's a healthy balance of you completely being you, right? And really coming down to earth, you came down to earth with that intention, you might have forgotten it, that being you, and being truly uniquely you, not like everyone else, was exactly what you wanted to come and do, right? Um, And you wanted like, you know, in some souls, we wanted to shake things up more than others. So I'm not going to say that like being like this massive leader, like Doja Cat is everybody's calling because it's not right. She came to do big, great things in this world. And um but i feel like everybody comes for big great things in their own way whether it's on like a large scale level like that or not right like you being you in your surroundings is exactly what you intended. And it shakes the world in a way that you can't see. We can see Doja Cat's because hers is at such a high platform. Does that make sense? But yours is just as important, right? And so that's how I really want to hone in how important this you being you thing really is, because like I said, we've been beaten. We've beaten it out of everyone. Like, no, stay stay small stay you know um acceptable right stay right you know keep coloring with inside the lines this is how you do it right but that's not always the case and I think that that's what takes you to the level of really truly loving yourself at an at the next level is to say okay Knowing when to color inside the lines for society, but knowing really how to be yourself in the moments where you need to be yourself right that's really the skill of mastering the self right because obviously we want to survive, which surviving is keeping us alive and emotionally sound in society and in in our personal like you know homes and you know our little like lives right of like who we touch but also being us to the maximum degree that we can be to really shine our own lights and to really do what we came here to do, right? Because like I told you from the very beginning, we didn't come down and say, we didn't look down on the earth and say, oh yeah, let's go down there and just be robots and do exactly what was done before. No, we came down to do what we like want to create. Like, it's like, that's what creation is, is being creating you to the fullest, right? Creating you to the maximum. Um, And like I said, I think there's a healthy balance because first you have to survive this life and you have to survive emotionally, mentally, and physically, right? But then after you get that down, which I hope if you've, you listen to my podcast enough, if you've been with me from the beginning, I feel like we've gotten the surviving down, right? We've, we've established that. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, go ahead and back and check out the ones on boundaries, the ones on self-respect, the ones on, on, you know, um, being, you know, um, in healthy relationships, go listen to those things. Cause that's about loving yourself in surviving this life. Right. But now let's take it to the next level. And let's really talk about the things of thriving and being completely authentically you is really thriving in this lifetime. All right. Well, I hope that, um, you know, lifted you up and really pointed you in the direction of your truth, because I feel oftentimes we can, especially with the noise of society, we can really, you know, get pointed away from that and pointed towards what everybody you know, really says will keep us safe. Right. Um, and I really want to point you in the direction of you. And I hope that my words and what I was inspired with, um, that I shared with you today could do that. So, all right, well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. I love you and don't forget, love yourself. Take care. Bye. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Love Workers, LLC. A little bit about the company, that's the company that I run. It's an online company where I um, promote and educate people on how to be their best selves. And, um, I do that through teaching things like self-love, um, healthy boundaries, healthy attachment, good self-esteem. I do have, um, love yourself courses. I also have a heart chakra healing course. I also have twin flame ascension courses and I do, um, coaching calls. So I do twin flame ascension coaching, and I also do self-love coaching. If those are things that you are interested in and want to check out more of what I provide, go ahead and, um, I'll put the link in the description for you guys to check me out. All right, let's jump into the information in the episode.